Hello, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of Squad Up, podcast all about games, games of all kinds. I am your host, Eduardo, and joining me on the squad today, it is the man in the plaid shirt. It's Peaches. Peaches, what's up, man? I think this is Gingham, actually. I don't know the difference. That's fair. I didn't really either until someone <laughs> told me. <laughs> How's what's it going, going dude? man? How you doing? I'm good. I can't button the pocket now but um good i it's, it's been a it's been a oh it hasn't been a bad work week but it's been a tedious one full of lots of little tiny time consuming things so it's nice that the weekend's finally here and it's weird to work an office job because i have a three-day weekend hey same dude three-day weekend club i'm not trying to brag to any of y'all <laughs> out there that don't have a three-day weekend it's actually super weird i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do this weekend. I just know that I'm going to sit around. I'm going to do nothing. I probably won't have another Quest Pizza because that one wasn't great. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Ke- um, Peaches and I are both on keto, um, which is a particular diet where you don't eat any carbs and you eat lots of lots of fats. And you definitely dr- don't drink <laughs> sugary beer. You, you don't drink what he's drinking right now. Um, but there's not a lot you can eat that besides like meat and some uh, green vegetables. Um, honestly, that's about it. <laughs> That's the abridged, abridged version. It's like meat, vegetables, and cheese, and then like fats, like heavy fats. And so pizza is definitely a no-go. Um, lots of tomato sauce is definitely a no-go. Bread is definitely a no-go. I mean, I could eat the cheese off a of pizza. Um, but the other day at work, um, my office texted me, not texted me, they emailed me like last week, and they were like, hey, um, can anybody stay late? Our California office is going on the team outing and we need people to stay late to cover the hours for the California office. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And they're like, oh, dinner's going to be provided. And I was like, oh, dope, awesome. And then dinner <laughs> was pizza. And I don't think I've ever been so sad in my entire life watching all my coworkers chow down and all the pizza that could have been eaten. And the worst part was, here's what the worst part was. The worst part was, at the end of all of this, there was like an entire pizza left over. And my desk is right next to the station in which they set up this pizza buffet. And all the entire night, I could just look at that pizza sitting there taunting me. What you're saying to me, though, is that you could have had an entire pizza worth of cheese. That is true, but I felt bad like taking like just the cheese off the pizza and then leaving the bread there for someone. Even but though no, no one, one else was it. eating it. That's fair. I could have, and I probably should have, but I decided not to. But either way, I was craving pizza, and then we saw this Quest pizza, and so I got it, and it's like a protein pizza, which, <laughs> if it sounds weird, that's because it is. Um, Did they use, and... like, a chicken like a chicken patty for the... No, it is an actual, like, pizza crust made out of, like, I think it's, like... like almond um, flour? I don't even know if it's almond flour. I think it's something else. It's like that whey protein and then something else. Um, huh. And it is quite weird it i was really really hungry at first so when i first had it i was like oh my god this is the most delicious pizza i've ever had which is obviously not true and then once i got to like the third slice i was like wait a second this doesn't taste right (laughs) dude there's one at uh publix the reason why i asked about the chicken thing is because there's a brand at publix and mind you it is like seven dollars for a personal pizza yeah that's how much the quest one was but it's got an entire like flattened chicken breast as the crust. And then everything else that would normally be on pizza is on top of it. So you just basically eat something that KFC will eventually come up with. Didn't they already do that? Months. They've already done that. 
And I don't know if they've done a pizza one. They did. They just didn't do it in the United States. I'm sorry. I'm uh. fat. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, Gumby's right. We need to get on that cauliflower crust. But this isn't a podcast about about food. This is a podcast about games. Games of all kinds. I'm your host, Eduardo. Eating, <laughs> Eating games. Uh, yeah, you'll talk about Overcooked, I'm sure, uh, here in a sec. Um, but welcome. Um, for those of you that are just li- joining us and just listening in, um, I'm Eduardo. This is Peaches. And we do this podcast um, every week, every other week. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to do going forward? Um, Once a month. One one quick note is that we did an episode about two weeks ago. Um, it was Peaches and I, and unfortunately, that audio has been corrupted. I have been working all week trying to save that audio any way that I can, but my computer will not let me save that audio. There's something going on with that file. I'm going to try my best to see if I can re-record the audio by playing it and then recording it off of something else. And if I can do that, I will then put the episode out. But unless I can do that... We might have to go on without that being in the podcast, but that's okay because we're recording one today and this podcast I will be uploading as soon as possible and I'll be getting back on that. I've been slacking a little bit, folks, and I promise you we'll be uploading more podcasts. I've seen the listening feeds. You guys have continued to listen even though I haven't been posting episodes. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. I promise you we're going to get back on the ball and we're going to be doing these episodes a lot more regularly. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for listening in. But first, let's talk about uh, Peaches. What have you been playing? I want to hear in detail. I I talked to you before the show. I want to try to change up the format of the show. I want to talk a little bit more about what we're playing sort of in depth. What have we been playing? Why do we enjoy it? Why do we not enjoy it? Um, and if you folks like this format, if you if you want to go back to the main topic format, you let me know. But if you're digging this, you let me know too. Uh, Peaches, what uh what have you been playing and what's kind of been what's kind of been going on in your world of gaming? Oh my gosh, I didn't prepare for this and I should have because we literally always talk about this. <laughs> There's like no reason that I shouldn't have prepared for this. So I'm going to keep like filibustering until I've written down all the things that I think that I've played in the last like a month. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about you being in the Senate, and but the only thing that came to mind was I am the Senate, and that doesn't make any sense. Have you ever heard the tale of Dark Plagueis? Dark Plague? <laughs> dark? Dark Black Eos? I have a list. <laughs> okay, you have a list. Okay, so obviously Mario, right? Because we just came from my stream. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like you've been rocking it, dude. I've been practicing a lot of Kaizo Mario. I felt like um, when I initially picked it up, I and I, this is still true. I'm not saying this isn't true anymore. But when I initially picked it up, I had a bunch of people that were like showing up at my stream that were Mario like experts, and they really helped me, helped guide me toward the hacks that would be a little on the easier side for like practice purposes. Um, and the reason I set that up as part of the story is because. I was only, after that happened, I was really only playing the Kaizo games like maybe once, maybe twice a week. And I wasn't doing anything off stream with it. So what I felt was happening was I would get kind of good at what I was doing in the game and then I'd end my stream. And then I'd go a couple days and I'd have to kind of relearn, like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> you know? And I just kept having to like relearn every time because I was taking so long in between each game. So I was playing another Kaizo hack off screen off stream so that when I was on stream playing the one that like the viewers were there for, if they wanted to be, it was basically wherever they left off, you know? And then the other one I was just playing to keep, keep the chops. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's Kaizo Mario. Uh, Guacamelee two came out. 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's so good. I can't praise Guacamole enough. Now I have two games to praise. I think anybody that has ever known me for more than five minutes has heard me preach to them how much they need to play Guacamole. At least, I'd say at least four times. And it's going to be the same way with Guacamole too. I'm having a ton of fun with the game. It's got a lot of the same stuff and a lot of new stuff. The music is still awesome. The setting is just beautiful. And there's tons of punny jokes. And there's a ton of goats. Yeah, I love games like Guacamelee right now. Because I think, and I've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but we live in an era where, and I talked about it specifically with Mario Odyssey, but we live in an era where games take themselves really seriously nowadays. Like, um, first thing that comes to mind is God of War, and then like The Last of Us, and a lot of these games that are fantastic masterpieces, right? But they're really heavy. That's like if you sat down and watched a bunch of Oscar movies in a row, you know? It gets really heavy. Sometimes you need a little Will Ferrell in there, man. Sometimes you need a little Nacho Libre to help you out and kind of put you put you back, you know, on the other side. Do we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that's... I th- I'd say that with gaming as well. Sometimes you need a break. I think that's what Mario Odyssey did for a lot of people. I think Mario Odyssey came out and people were like, oh man, this is such a fr- breath of fresh air because it's just so... It was so deep-rooted in you just having fun that um, I think that's that same experience that you're having with Guacamelee. But then it allowed you to get serious by getting all those extra moons. That yeah, was dude. not easy. It brought you in being like, oh, look, look at this fun game. Um, yes, I know I Will Ferrell think, is not I a Nacho think, Libre. I understand that. I, was, I don't think he meant that Will Ferrell was Nacho Libre. No, I no, think no, he no. just used two examples. I am very sure of who <laughs> is in Nacho Libre. I'm not going to tell you because I don't need you to... I, go ahead, Peaches. Oh, he doesn't know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jack Black. Go ahead. Okay, what else? Um, obviously, a little bit of WoW. I haven't really been playing WoW without you. That right. sounds like uh, it's about to be like a love story situation, but it's really just like... <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. I, I like playing WoW with people. I, I haven't had a desire to continue that on my own. And it's partially self-control and partially just I haven't wanted to sure um because the things that i found have found over time that are fun and wow are when you're with other people right and i know that if i get in there by myself i'm gonna start looking at the list of achievements and then i'm gonna start pinpointing which ones i can get right away and then i'm gonna look at all the ones from the last expansion that i didn't get and i'm gonna go back and waste time getting those and so it's just like I, I'm enjoying when we play it, but I'm not like actively seeking it out. I don't know what you're doing with it because obviously, if I'm not on, if if I'm not on, I don't see what you're doing. Sure, I if you're not on, I've been leveling my horde tune, and I uh, got him to 120. I unlocked world quests, and then I turned it off and started playing something else because, like <laughs> you. I want to play WoW with other people. WoW is such a social experience for me, and I want to be playing it with other people so that the idea of solo grinding content right now just doesn't interest me at all. I just want to, like, have fun with my friends and, like, run some dungeons or do some stuff like that. I don't want to do... Like, the, you know what I hated out of the last expansion was the Suramar quest grind. I hated being uh. in Suramar because you were so... It was so isolating, right? You were you were alone the whole time um, and you were just grinding through the city that, in my opinion, wasn't, like, super interesting. Like, it was, like, kind of interesting, but it wasn't super interesting. Um, whereas I think Battle for Azeroth has a real focus, in my opinion, on 
playing with your friends. They've got the island expeditions. They've got um, a crap ton of dungeons. They've got um, you can level on each each side. I don't know. I think my position with WoW right now is I want to play it with friends, and that leads into some of my games that I've been playing. But I'll let you finish before we start getting into my stuff. Oh sure, okay. What's that? What else is on here? Um, I played a couple of games. I helped. Uh, I helped some friends move this weekend, and after we moved, I played some of the games that they have on their Switch. Um, I also pretty much immediately bragged about these games to you because I thought that you would find them fun. So, for anybody out there that's listening to this, uh, I highly recommend both of these games. Overcooked. If you haven't played Overcooked one or two, it doesn't matter. I'm sure the second one is good, but. Um, it's like a time management team game where you're, you know, you're taking orders from customers and you're all in a kitchen and it's hectic and it's crazy and it's fun. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And the second one just came out. I'm sure it's better. Another game that I played was called crawl. Crawl is like a dungeon crawler. It's a good, has a good name. Um, and it's, it's very strange. So you play in a group of up to four people. Um, and everybody starts off at the very beginning of that game as a human, and then you all immediately fight to the death. Whoever lives stays human, and the other three people turn into ghosts. Once that happens, you start exploring this dungeon, and then throughout the dungeon, there are traps all over the dungeon. There's monsters. The ghosts can possess the traps and possess the monsters and try to kill the human because the ghosts cannot interact with the human without like manifesting into something else um eventually when one of the ghosts kills the human they basically switch so the human becomes a ghost and the ghost becomes the human and like who is adventuring through the dungeon and you basically just have like a battle royale while you're dungeon crawling and whoever beats the dungeon boss first wins so you have to crawl through the dungeon to find and discover the dungeon boss and then if you beat the dungeon boss you win but when you find the dungeon boss, it's not just you versus him. It's you versus him and the other three ghosts because the ghosts can possess limbs, I would say, limbs of the boss and direct its attacks at the player. So I know that was a lot to digest for that game, but it's really fun. It's a good little party game. The music's great. It's all in like 8-bit. It's really cool. Uh, and lastly for me that I can think of, I'm still playing Octopath Traveler, you guys. <laughs> I'm still playing it, and I'm not upset about it. It's just that, like, I'm playing all these other things, and I can't play my Switch games on stream because I still don't have a capture card. So, like, the only time I have to play Octopath Traveler is when I'm either – it's not a streaming day, and, like, I have nothing else going on that day, and I just happen to be laying in my bed, and I'm like, oh, I've got two hours to kill before I should have gone to bed one hour ago. Let's play Octopath Traveler. <laughs> and I'm like just slowly getting through everybody's fourth chapter. So I have five more chapter fours to go and then the game is complete. But this thing has been happening that I've talked about on the stream before where for some reason I want to start the game over. And there's no reason that I should want to do that. I just like have been looking through the menu at random times and I've been going... Man, I should have done these three things different. I should start this whole game over. <laughs> I put I put 60 hours into this game and I'm like, let's start a new file. <laughs> like I haven't even beaten it yet. Here's the That's reason it. that I haven't haven't gone back to Octopath recently. It's because of WoW. And it's because I've been doing so much grinding and WoW. The last thing I want to do is go back to Octopath 
and then grind some more. Um, and so I just haven't... Not not to say that I ever got bored with Octopath. No, that game's fantastic. Um, I just haven't found a need to go back and grind through that since the WoW grind has been facilitating that for me. When you get to a certain point, it's less grindy, though. You have to get, like, a base party up to a certain level. True. And then you can just worry about the story because there won't be difficult encounters. So that's kind of where I'm at. I've got, like, four people that are way higher level than everybody else and i just take most of them with me wherever i go right that makes sense yeah that's it i don't have anything else as far as i know well i have also been playing the world of warcraft with you um well it's weird we started alliance tunes this time which is weird for us because we've been horrid for years upon years um but we tried an alliance, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been interesting to see the two two sides of the expansion because I've got a character on each side, and that's been a fun experience. Um, but after I kind of leveled my tune to one twenty, I like sat down and I was like, "Man, I have downloaded and purchased so many games on sales that are just sitting either on my PS4 or on my computer that I should probably play one of them because they're just sitting there." And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to get off my computer for a little while. I'm going to sit down on my console, which I've kind of missed the feeling of having a controller in my hands and sitting on my couch and playing in front of my TV. And I went over and I popped open Uncharted 4, um, which is the most recent Uncharted game. And let me tell you, that game looks insane. That is close to God of War, one of the best games I've ever seen. Uh, it's really, really crazy what they're able to do uh, face mapping wise. Like, and I think this is just goes in general for a lot of video games. Now, God of War was similar, but sort of the expression that you're able to get on people's faces is is uncanny. Like, I'm able to see Nathan Drake's full expression, um, a lot of the 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 emotions that he's feeling, and those Uncharted stories are just kind of a lot of fun. I think you know it's you know who would hate Uncharted games. Robbie, because they're everything he <laughs> hates about video games. Story? All wrapped up into one little package. It doesn't give you any options. It tells you exactly where to go. There's one linear story. <laughs> it tells you exactly when to do everything. Uh, he would literally hate that game. And I'm like, man, I love these Uncharted games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He wouldn't have a lot of fun. Although, there are like collectibles that you can find. That is true. Even though the path is linear, you can like find little tiny nooks that are like, hey, there's a dead end, but have this doll that you found. That is true. And speaking of Robbie, Robbie is really excited for the new um, Monster Hunter game that came out. It's come out on Switch. It's called Monster Hunter Ultimate Generations, and it's the remake okay. of the one that was on, uh, what was it? It was on DS? I don't know. I think it was on um, Wii U, wasn't it? Was it on Wii U as well? Monster Hunter Ultimate? Ultimate Generations. Oh, I don't know. I, I tried to play know. Monster Hunter once. It didn't go well. Yeah, same. Um, and it's so weird because Monster Hunter World is out there, and for all intents and purposes, and I don't know Monster Hunter. Let me start by saying that. I've played a, like a, a little bit, but I don't actually know Monster Hunter. But Monster Hunter World exists in this world. And if I look at Monster Hunter World and I look at Monster Hunter Generations... Monster Hunter World looks like a way more appealing game to me. Um, but no, he's like set. He wants to play it on the Switch. He wants to play that version. Apparently that version's a lot harder. It is, um, there's a lot more of a grind. There's a lot more end game content and it is more, it's got a more a steep learning curve and he's already got that learning curve. So what does he need to learn? Whereas um, he's described Monster Hunter World as like Monster Hunter for beginners or like kind of like kid gloves Monster Hunter. <laughs> 
I mean, he is all about the grind in those games. Like he'll go on and on about how much he likes to grind. Like I've killed the same dragon 600 times and I'm supposed to harvest 20 bones from it. And I'm only at three. I can't wait to keep killing this dragon. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. I you just, you, man. I just can't get behind that kind of stuff, man. I, I would get bored. I would get bored pretty easily, yeah. uh, but uncharted has been fantastic. You know what else has been fantastic? A little game I picked up for my switch that I've been playing, uh, a little game called uh, Dead Cells, and oh my goodness, I that game is primo, dude. That game is so much fun. It's uh, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. For those of you that don't know, it is a side-scrolling platform action adventure game that also doubles as a roguelike. So one of those where you go until you die and then you start over and then you get to keep some of the equipment that you start with. It sort of works that way. So like the way the game works is you're going through and as you kill different things, you collect these cells. And if you make it to the end of the level, you can then turn in those cells and then they get you like gear or um, they let you have an extra health potion or you get to start with more money or anything like that. And so you're essentially getting stronger the more and more you play through it. Um, So in a sense, that's also sort of like grinding because you're playing a lot of the same levels over and over again but being able to get to the end of the level and kind of get to the next one is like such a fun experience and it's just such a fun game and it brings me to this point where i think side scrolling games belong on the switch i want every and i say this about every game but i really mean this when i think of a game in handheld mode on the switch i want to play every indie side scrolling game out there i want cuphead on my switch i love dead cells on my switch i saw they're bringing bastion to the switch that game's gonna do fantastic on that console and so they bring moira to the switch i see what you did there for those of you that Overwatch don't know, jokes. that was an Overwatch joke about the character Moira, who there's another character named Bastion, which is the same name as this game. <laughs> um, let's see, have I been playing anything else? Not mostly that. Um, Wait, so you like you like side scrollers? What the hell has she got? That is a gigantic <laughs> bottle of Jim Bean. It is. What are you doing with huge. that? So here, and this is another off tangent. Sorry, everyone. This is going to turn into half a video game show, but half of us talking about nonsense. But here in New Hampshire, we don't pay sales tax. And so there's no sales tax in the whole state. And so people will come here because they have giant liquor and wine outlets that sell alcohol, not only very cheap, but without any sales tax. So we got a bottle of that. That was probably how much? What do you think? I think it was $16. Something like 16 bucks. One six? One six. For Put that, that shit back on the screen. For that gigantic bottle that's like the size of my head. Look at all that, dude. You have a big head. <laughs> I do have a big head. Holy also, shit. Also this one. Um, but... Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got alcohol like super cheap and people like from other states will drive into New Hampshire because it's weird. New England can like fit inside of Florida. So you can drive to another state in a couple hours. Um, And so people will drive to New Hampshire to purchase alcohol and then leave our state. Interesting. Yeah. Or just purchase things in general because not paying sales tax is pretty cool. I mean, I would I would enjoy that. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're like in platformers, huh? Can I interest you in some Kaizo Mario? No. No, sir. I don't, don't think I have, I don't think I have the uh, the mental fortitude to play Kaizo Mario, dude. I 
Yeah, well, I do it. I I have the mental fortitude of goldfish. Come on. <laughs> I just don't think it's for me. And like, I keep walking up. And this is this is specifically for Gumby out there. I keep walking into my living room. I sit down. I get my controller. I turn on my PlayStation. I mouse over Bloodborne, and then I go. Not today. And then I keep going and try to find something else and then end up just watching Netflix or something. Uh, But I've done that more times than I can count. And every once in a while, I'll actually start it and I'll play a little bit. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then I'll get decimated and be like, you know what? Maybe not today. And then I'll turn it off. And like, I keep pushing it back. Like, eventually I'll get in there. Eventually I'll play a little, uh, a little Bloodborne. But I don't know, man. Those games like that, they, man, they, they stress me out. Uh, it's almost, there are some games, listen, man, like there are some games where you don't want to lose them. Like you just want to have a good time. You don't want to see the defeat screen. You just want to like play the game and have a win. But like sometimes for me, I can't always do that. Like me personally, I'm like, if I'm not challenged, sometimes I get bored. And I think that's part of why I don't get mad most of the time when I'm doing like Kaizo Mario and other, other stuff that's kind of difficult because it's like it's challenging and then it feels cool when you beat it. But if I'm not being challenged, like, I don't know, I'd say 50% of the time, if I'm not being challenged, I'm bored out of my mind. Yeah, I feel that. I've been starting to get that way with a few games. Wow, I can get like that sometimes. Because yeah. it, you know what game that sort of exemplifies that to the, the highest degree? Diablo. Hmm. Yes. Diablo is the king of me playing through and just ramming over mobs and being like, man, why am I even, what am I doing? Like, why am I even playing this? That's how I've always felt, especially about Diablo 3. Like, I felt Diablo 2 had some challenging elements to it until you got really late game and then you could just shit all over everything. But, like, Diablo 3 is the game that you play when, like, you have won zero of your games all day long. You just can't get a win in anything. You go to Diablo and you just kill shit. You're like, yep. ah, I'm invincible. Look at me. <laughs> I I can go around. I'm a wizard and I can go around poking skeletons with my stick right. and they can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's no, there's no like, it, it doesn't feel good. You're just like, right. cool. I pushed buttons for three hours. Right. Yeah. I don't. I think Diablo is the sort of the epitome of that. And so who knows? Um, maybe I'll try Bloodborne. Maybe I won't. I probably will eventually again once I'm through with uh, Uncharted. I also still have Horizon Zero Dawn sitting waiting for me for play, waiting for me to play. Um, I've got a few other of the free games that have kind of come out that are sitting waiting for me to play. And I haven't even taken a look at my Steam library and my games on my computer because I'm sure there's a long list there of games that I've been like, oh, oh, you know what I was going to talk to you about? And since we're on um, on stream recording a podcast, I should just talk to you about right now. Humblebundle.com. Let me see if this bundle's still going on. It's the Humble Digital Tabletop Bundle. And it's a bunch of video game board games that they're on sale as a bundle together. Um, and I, Mysterium is part of it. Ticket to Ride is part of it. Um, <laughs> let's see here. And these are all um, online versions of them. Um, Carcassonne, Pathfinders, Adventures, Talisman. I'm looking at it now, yeah. Armello, and you can pay 10 bucks. We could play all these different board games, but on the computer. So I, okay, yeah. There's not a lot that I've even heard of in here, actually. Yeah, and a lot of it I seems do, to be. Yeah, I do ahead. not like Carcassonne. I think Carcassonne's an awful game. I don't even know what it is. Okay, you've played um, Castles of Mad King Ludwig with us, I right? Have. Yes. It's like a dumbed-down version of Castles, 
um, and it sucks. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that doesn't sound fun at all. No, I mean, I just made it intentionally sound bad, but <laughs> I just personally don't like it. Um, I already have Mysterium on my phone. You can actually download Mysterium on your phone. Oh, dope. But it's weird because Mysterium, for any of you guys out there, because I've always wanted to talk about board games on this show, but we don't talk about board games very often. Ooh, I have a note on that, but wait till you're done. Mysterium is uh, kind of like, oh, how did I describe this to you? It's like, it's a weird version of Clue. So like one person plays as a ghost who is communicating with the other people who are like mediums. They're like psychics and stuff. And they're trying to tell the psychics how they died. Only they know how they died and who killed them and in what room and with what weapon. And so you're trying to communicate to the people by showing them pictures. There's a deck of like, oh, there's a ton of cards, maybe like 300, 400 cards, and they just have images on them. And you have to strategically give to the players images that would point them in the direction of what thing killed you, where you were at when you died, that sort of thing. Um, So it's really fun. It's really cool. Um, But as an app, it's kind of weird because you can play it against computers and the AI is really dumb. Like the AI, the AI, you can kind of learn what the AI guesses based on what image you show them. So even if it doesn't make any sense at all, if you're trying to get one of the computer players to say a specific thing, you can just give them some random ass card and they'll say that thing. But then they never guess right. If you're the ghost at the end and you give them the best clues in the world, they all guess wrong and you lose the game. Uh, you can play it with real people as well, but I've never attempted to do that. I, right. I feel like someone I don't know would have just as good of a shot as be, as winning the game with me as a computer would. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, speaking of board games, my work, um, they like sent out an email being like, what do you want? The HR department was like, what do you want to do more of? Are there's any one thing that you guys want to do more of that you want more from the HR department? We were like, people were like, we want to have like game nights for the company. And so they said, okay. And so... They're now going to twice monthly pay our cover at this video or not video game, a board game bar in town. So after work, we can all go and play board games as long as we want. They're hiring. <laughs> they are, are they hiring? and they are hiring in the tech field. Like they're hiring data analysts. Not only that, they're hiring so much that they will give me if I refer someone a five thousand dollar bonus if I get somebody hired and they stay on for six months. Five zero zero zero. Yeah, if they're in the, the the software tech hardware industry, I think it's just software. But they're doing, they're doing like front end developers, back end developers, lots of web developing, and then like data analyzing. Don't tempt me with a good time, man. We'd be splitting <laughs> that money. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we got an extra room, man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but you don't have air conditioning, so. Yeah, but we have snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so more board games to come. I'll start playing some more. We'll be able to talk about them a little more. Peaches plays a lot more than I need to. They, they need people to fix lights. <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a lighting guy. We need a data analyst, and we need a jar of mayonnaise. And I need you to meet me in Central Park. All right. <laughs> but why? Why do you need the jar of mayonnaise? But I don't even know how to get to Central Park. What do you mean a light guy, Keenan? Ah, here it here goes. It goes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 
That's a uh, 90s Nickelodeon reference. If you, if you didn't get that, it. I am so sorry. But If she doesn't get that, she's too young for she's you, She's too bro. young for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did want to talk about a little bit of news, so let's go ahead and play the news bumper. Waluigi time. So, Xbox is trying to change the game, right? So it, it goes in line with a few things, and when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. But so they're going to be charging um, for a brand new, a new system, a new way of doing, of no, a new way of doing things. So they're essentially going to try to sell their consoles like phones. You will not pay anything up front um, for this model, and you will pay twenty-two dollars a month for the regular one, and then thirty-six dollars a month for an Xbox One X. And that includes your console, that includes Xbox Live Gold, and that includes the Xbox Game Pass. So technically, if you were going to buy all those three things anyway, you're saving about 20 bucks at the end of it. It's a two-year contract. And so if you were going to buy those, like if you price out the subscriptions, you price out the, the price of the console, you save like 20 bucks on the console at the end of the two years. Um, you keep the console? You keep the console at the end. And then you can renew your live subscription as well? Correct. Interesting. And that would be renewed separately, but you'd be basically signed on for a contract for that. Um, And I have a really strong feeling that this is going to lead into whatever the new console is. Here's the thing about video games, and this is something that people need to start realizing the more and more video games kind of come out and the more and more hardware comes out. Video games are going to cease to be rendered on your home system. I know that's a really tough thing for a lot of people to think about, but think about World of Warcraft. A lot of the things that happen in World of Warcraft are rendered in Blizzard's own servers, and they are rendered in the cloud and then transported to your computer, and that's how you're visually seeing them. A lot of what video games... Because hardware, you can't... Hardware is not going to be able to keep up at a certain point. At a certain point, we're not going to be able to download three terabyte files. It's just not going to be practical. At some point, we're going to be digitally rendering this somewhere out there in the stratosphere, in the cloud, at someone's, you know, giant warehouse where they have tons of servers, and then they'll be rendering it here on my TV, and I won't won't even have a console. My console will be a little USB stick that I stick into my TV, and that'll be my console. Um, and I'm sure that'll come down the line. Um, but I think this is a, a preparation for that, a preparation for their new style of system, which will be um, sort of an ever-present online system, in my opinion. This is what I think Xbox is going to do. They're going to make a system that's always going to be online. Um, it's not going to be as powerful as the, the systems, but the games are going to look better because of how much stuff is happening in the cloud and how much. And rather than pay a lot for your your console from now on, you will have to make sure you have an appropriate internet connection to play the games at the highest fidelity. Huh. Well, that, that was a lot to throw out there. Uh, what's that thing? Net neutrality. Net neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> But what do you think? If you and let me let me start by saying neither of us are going to buy this. Neither of us have any need to buy this. Neither of us we're not we're not going to buy this. I have what no for? reason. Right, I have no reason to. But say you were think of yourself back when you were sixteen. If you're sixteen right now, you ain't got a lot of money to your name. You really want to play video games with your friends. Your friends all have Xboxes. Is this not a dream? Uh, I didn't have a job, so I still wouldn't be able to get it. But. <laughs> but what but I, what, I see what you're going for. Yeah, like sure. I, I don't have the money up front to pay for that sort of thing. So, I mean, I can I can probably get at least maybe I can get my mom or my dad to swing 30 bucks a month. 
Right. You know, maybe I can convince them that that's not the worst thing that's ever happened. Well, and that includes their, um, what is it? Their game library, whatever it's called, the Xbox Game Pass. And every Microsoft Studio game is available on their Game Pass day of launch. So when the new Halo comes out, you'll be able to play that day one on that Game Pass. Then whenever the new Gears of War comes out, you'll be able to play it game day one. You don't have to buy it? You don't have to buy it. It is included with the subscription of Xbox Live Game Pass. So you can get it on your computer too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, to be fair, there's not a ton of good Xbox exclusives or Microsoft exclusives. But if they ever, like... Yeah pump that number up those are rookie numbers you know pump those numbers up yeah uh, rookie numbers <laughs> uh, but if they ever pump those numbers up i think it'd be a force to be reckoned with the system where your children they don't have to buy any new games um if all of my friends had an xbox game pass and then we would just look through the catalog and let's see what this giant list of multiplayer games which one are we gonna play today guys and we would go through like i think i try to think of myself when i was like 16 because right now i'm an adult and if i want to make a frivolous purchase i will just spend all the money all at once and then starve for the next three weeks uh, you, know, you know i will make my own frivolous purchases but when i was 16 and your wife will hit you oh she will annihilate me i will there will not be a new podcast uh, i will i'll do whatever purchases i need to but if i was 16 and i didn't have a ton of money that's something that would be like a dream to me something that i'd be able to do um week to week that i'd be able to have that console that i'd be able to play with my friends that i'd be able to play online um it seems like a good idea i think it's a good idea and i think it's not going to do as well as they want to but i think it'll do pretty well sorry for the video that's about to get screwed up for a sec 4k i maximized the scream on accident but continue what were you gonna say oh, i didn't i didn't notice anything i'm staring at it right now trying to notice something oh yeah you're right That's my <laughs> there it is <laughs> enjoy that five head everybody <laughs> oh i didn't think i don't think i was gonna say anything i don't know if i had it i mean i i've i've never been huge on xbox i think even even when i was 16 if i didn't have anything else I don't know. I, I just don't know if I would do it. No? I don't know if I'd care that much. Even the only thing that I've ever cared about on the Xbox that was exclusive to the Xbox was when I like sort of cared about Halo. Sure. And even after like Halo was done being a fad, there wasn't any like I liked SSX Tricky. That stop. Rewind. That was that's not what I'm talking about. I liked that graffiti game, that inline skate graffiti. I know game. exactly. Jet Set, Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I liked that. I listen. I what else did I play on Xbox? I played X Men Legends, which was also on PlayStation. I just happened to get it for Xbox. I played some dumbass racing game, which there are no good racing. Do you games. remember the Midnight Club games or the Need Except, for Speed games? That's what it was. It was Midnight Club. Where you had to drive behind someone and you'd flash your high beams. That meant you wanted <laughs> to race and it was time to go. Yep. That's what I played on my Xbox. So I I don't know. I just I would, I think even then, and this is hard to say because we're obviously coming up with an imaginative, imaginative scenario. But I think I would still be like, hey, mom, uh, can can I, like, do some chores or something and save up for a PlayStation? <laughs> sure. 
Will you please pay for World of Warcraft subscription for me? Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> See, I my parents would never have paid for World of Warcraft subscription, so I played on private servers and basically stole from Blizzard. Nice. Nice. And now he's admitting it. And Lock him up, boys. <laughs> hey. You're going to get a knock on your door. Blizzard police, All open right. up. Time to get a little serious. <laughs> it, we're a video game show, so it'd be remiss if we didn't even talk about it a little bit. Peaches doesn't even know what I'm about to say. So, um, Some pretty serious stuff happened um, in, in our home state not too long ago. Um, there was a Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and there was a shooting at that Maddenville tournament. Our, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to the folks over there that were affected. Um, anytime this happens, and you know, it really hits home to us. Peaches and I are going um, here in a couple weeks to BlizzCon. And I had my mother frantically call me on the phone to be like, make sure you're careful when you're going to that convention. People are crazy and all these things. And, I, you know, I tried to explain to my mother, look, it's not... I don't think it's video game people. I think it's just, they're just some crazy people out there. And, you know, then you see like news incumbents talk about once again, we're, we're back to the same point where they're like, oh, it's the video games. It's, you know, people playing video games and you go, well, it's not even a violent video game. And they go, well, it's because people are, you know, cooped up in their room all the time. They're not getting social interactions. And so they get all crazy and things like that. But I think that's a bad argument because you could say that about any form of media out there and so I think it's I think it's tough I think in this in times like this we need to sort of band together and be a little bit more supportive of each other and we're not going to get into the politics we're just going to strictly talk about it from the video game side but specifically about video games video games are not the cause there are definitely some other causes out there and it should not be an easy scapegoat for everyone to use whenever there is sort of a something like that because this is the only time that it's been like at a video game event the last time the person just happened to have played video games that's like me you know murdering someone and being like oh he ate steak once it was the steak you know it's not steak eaters <laughs> this, these damn steak eaters murdering everybody but no it, it's it, 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 it caused it doesn't they're not they're not the same you know just because you played video games does not mean that you know that that was the cause of whatever happened. And so I, I think um, I think this is a generational thing. I think as our generation continues to grow and continues to sort of populate the earth, um, this we'll see a little less and less of this, but it's a little disconcerting to see. Yeah. I don't know that I have a lot to add because I've actually written several um, papers throughout school on this subject. Uh, pretty much any opportunity that I had to write, that I was allowed to write about video game violence, I did. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if I can contribute too much without getting like preachy and political, but it's, uh, it's just a bummer that it happens at all. Just gun violence in general, but that's, that's where I'm going to stop. Because... And video games aren't, aren't the, aren't the cause. So moving on, uh, <laughs> lots of, lots of stuff that's going to be happening coming up. I wanted to fill you guys in on what's been going on here at the squad up house over here at the squad up crew. We've been, uh, peaches was on vacation for uh, a week there and then we did an episode and then I was on vacation for a week. And so there wasn't an episode. Um, and so coming back now, 
we're going to try to continue back to doing what we what we set out to do. We're going to try to do them every week. Um, we're going to get back on doing them every Friday. We're going to get back on releasing the episodes on time. Um, and what would really, really help us more than anything is your feedback. Um, I see everybody's been listening. We really, really appreciate everybody coming out and showing us support. And let us know what you want to listen to. If you want to listen us to talk about a particular game, let us know. If you want us to play a particular game, let us know. Maybe we can figure something out. Um Anybody who thinks we should maybe even start a Patreon and, and, and try to get a little bit of fun so we can play whatever games that you're asking us to play, uh, let me know. These aren't things that we're going to do, but if you want us to do them and you let us know as our listeners that you want to, um, we'd be more than happy to. And we, we want to, um, we just want to put on a good show, man. We want to have some fun and, and put on a good podcast. Yeah, but you won't let me do this topless. When did I ever say you couldn't do a topless? Shut up! <laughs> No, wait, hang on, hang on. You should just go topless right now. I'm not, no. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> no, um, nobody needs to see this. Play B- Bloodborne and Beer Pong. I think people would actually watch that, though. At the same time? Sweet. What if you played, like, Drunk Bloodborne? I think that's a good idea, like a Drunk Bloodborne stream that you start off, and every time you die, you gotta take a shot. Well, we'd actually die. We would literally just die because I'd be dead like five I, minutes in. I would be very surprised if there isn't already somewhere on the internet a nips for hashtag nips, nips for bits. <laughs> I would be super surprised if there wasn't already somewhere on the internet like some form of Dark Souls slash Bloodborne drinking game of some sort. There's I'm always sure it a exists, drinking yeah. game. I'm sure it exists. Yeah. Um, also shout out to Josh the gaming dad for the follow thanks man that's a real class act there Josh is a good guy man he's been in my stream a lot he just started he just did his first stream a couple days ago actually so what? if you are in yeah if you're into streamers definitely go give Josh the gaming dad a follow because that guy is really cool and he plays fun games and he's talkative and, and fun so go give him his go give him your support because he will give you his much appreciated thanks josh you're the man Uh, but i think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of squad up once again thank you to everybody who's been supporting us this far um i promise we're gonna we're gonna get back on top of it specifically me it's been me who's been kind of slacking a little bit i'll get a little bit more on top of it um and we'll get these shows back on the road um so thank you puppy on the road get this you don't even remember your own phrases man i don't let's get this puppy on the road thank you Hello, 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 hello. That's all I asked for. Yeah, five hellos. (laughs) Five hellos at the beginning. Puppy on the road. And then you're going to say something really nonsensical at the end of the episode. (laughs) Those are the only only constants we have These are my calling cards. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, I freaked out, everybody. So, uh, once again, thank you to everyone. Uh, How about Peaches? You let the folks know where they can find you, even though a lot of them came from your stream anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if, if you're following me on Instagram and Twitter, you might already know this, D underscore Peaches, by the way, Instagram and Twitter. Um, but actually, I hit 100 followers today. What? Uh, yeah, I, I was at 98 last stream. I was at work waiting for a report to load, and I just pulled up Twitch, because why the hell not? And I saw the number was 100, and I was like, ah, like... I freaked out a little bit. And so I just want to say thank you to anybody that's coming to my stream, supporting me, uh, making me a part of their community and, and vice versa. It's been a lot of fun. 
Uh, and I'm glad to be a part of your community and lives as well. That's uh, twitch.tv slash peaches. If you want to join the, uh, what, what my friend Rod calls the, uh, the peach factory. <laughs> Every time I go into Rod's stream, side note, he always starts singing Peaches by Presidents of the United States of America. So <laughs> every time I'm going there, millions of peaches, peaches for free. That's just what it is. So anyway, thank you. Uh, we're going to stream after this, some squad stuff. I don't really know what we're going to play yet. So back on my channel. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening and give us feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me over twitch.tv slash Eduardo. Thank you everyone who's been here so far and who's given the follow. Much love. Um, you'll find the show over at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. You just gotta search Squad Up and the show will be there. Um, oh, it looks like Gumby wants to play Rome Morale. Uh, I gotta download probably several updates. Um, yeah, you can find the show right at Squad Up Podcast on Twitter. You can find that at Squad Up Podcast on Facebook. And um, you can find the email address for the show, squaduppodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's going to do it for us, for myself, for Senor Peaches, the 100 follower maestro of the internet, manager of the Peach Factory. Uh, good luck. Have fun. And. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Sounds about right.